Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, this is Alex. You are tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Monday, March 1st, and last week was a very educational week of the markets, if you are paying attention. For those of us who haven't lived through or been privy to a bond bubble, you just felt the aftermath. Jim Cramer did a nice piece on this on YouTube, and so did Kathy Woods in her monthly report a few days ago. She spoke in great detail about what happened. Go and check it out. If you have a stock market journal, the events of last week definitely need to be in there. And if you don't have one, start one. Moving on. Here are five stocks that I think are setting up nicely to move to the upside, barring any reactions regarding bond rates. Let's check them out. So first, I just want to say, be careful. I don't think the selling is quite done yet. A lot of mega cap companies are hovering over and around their 200-day simple moving average, and it only takes one of them breaking through and closing below that average to start off a whole chain reaction and bring the market down with it. So be careful. Uh, The selling might not be done. Um, So start your positions really small moving in. Now, The first of this list is Airbnb. Airbnb, of course, most of you already know. And if you listen to my episode about uh, growth stocks and what makes a great growth stock, Airbnb has a cultural um, foothold right now, being that the only other alternative to go into a hotel motel is you're thinking Airbnb. And these days, you're more likely to take an Airbnb over a hotel or motel because you get that experience of where you're traveling to. Now, on a technical side, the RSI is up, the MACD is turning, the DMI crossed, and the volume is expanding. Um, And if you don't know what any of that is, go back and look at some of the episodes where I talked about um, the technical indicators that I use when I trade. Um, So, you know, the Airbnb is looking really good. Again, we like that volume expanding uh, on the breakout because it shows a lot of people um, choosing to move into the play, right? There are a lot of people moving out of contracts. And there's people willing to take the bid and move um, up with the stock, too. So Airbnb is looking good for the upside. Again, barring anything abnormal. Another company, APPS uh, Apps. It's a mobile ad company. Um, They recently acquired uh, another arm to their company called Ad Colony to expand. Um, On a technical side, it's bouncing off a gap. Um, 
with high volume. The RSI, MACD, and DMI are all set up on the daily chart nicely, all turning up. Um, so again, barring anything, that one's going to be moving in that direction as well. They're already uh, do very well with their financials, so adding another source of revenue um, to their company and their their uh, foothold in the ad space uh, for mobile ads is is really good. Uh, Chegg or CHGG, I know it's a stay at home stock, and a lot of people uh, were willing to put money into the company because um, people were staying at home. So obviously they needed a lot of home um, studying and educational services. But investors clearly still support the stock because they cleaned up the last share offering. Um, the daily signals look good. Not all the indicators are ready, so it's a wait-and-see stock to wait for all the indicators to line up in our direction, but a few of them are already starting to give us that setup. If Chegg crosses 100, there's no doubt that it's going to push as far as it needs to go. Wouldn't be surprised if it gets to 120. My last two uh, for 4 and 5 are Square and PayPal. Now, they're very similar on a technical side in terms of how the, um, in case of how the uh, indicators are setting up. They're also very similar as they have a very advantageous position in the fintech space, right? They're very, very popular platforms for small and medium-sized businesses, for e-commerce, and now they have, they both have a very sizable Bitcoin stake, right? So with the addition of Bitcoin in there, Again, it gives them a very, very great um, hold on what's going on now, but also leverage for where we decide to go in the future in terms of financial transactions. Now, both of them benefit from the reopening. So I know a lot of people were are selling companies that benefited from the close downs, but Square and PayPal are also going to benefit from reopenings because, again, more traffic to small and medium-sized businesses, which means more use of their uh, mobile financial platforms um, within those stores. So I think Square and PayPal are set up very, very nicely. And with Bitcoin now coming down in price, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them decide to add to their Bitcoin position as well moving forward. Now, an honorary mention didn't make the top five was Workhorse. And that's because none of the technicals are set up, right? Nothing is saying Workhorse is going to go higher. But Workhorse is just my dog. Like, I really like Workhorse. Um, I don't like the fact that it got beat down so much because of the USPS contract. Now, the USPS contract is a lot of money. So they lost out on something big there. But Workhorse still gets very big orders from companies around the world. They actually have a physical product they're selling, unlike a lot of these EV companies who um, are evaluated based on potentials, right? Workhorse actually has product and vehicles on the road. So I like Workhorse. I'm looking at it closely for signs of life. Um, I won't, I'm not going to try to be the one to save this stock. I'm definitely not going to buy it on the way down. But I'll be scaling into a position when I find a, when I finally see some kind of bottom forming, I'll start scaling in and buying if it starts to move on the way up. You know, I'm not going to be captain save a stock. Uh, I just simply don't have the capital to save a stock by myself. I don't think anyone really does besides you know the billionaires out there. But um, I'm definitely willing to ride the wave should one of them decide they want to put a stake into it. So Kathy Woods, if you listen to this episode. Go ahead and buy a couple million, hundred million shares of Workhorse, and let me jump on that train with you if other people decide to follow you as well. Um, now, the losers in the recent rotation were tech, and a lot of my picks are tech. 
Um, so it's going to take some time for them to set up, especially given the added pressure of rates and all those other things that are external to the actual companies. Friday's payroll numbers are going to give us a better idea of what the market will look like in the next few weeks. So we have to watch for Friday's numbers and we have to allow a place to develop. You know, we've got to keep the position small and be nimble, right? Keep the position small and be nimble. At least that's what I'm going to do moving forward with these plays, especially again, since they're tech companies, mostly we got to be uh, wary that they're going to be chewed on a little bit by the overall rotation out of growth stocks, but these are all companies that are going to benefit um, when the market reopens, right? They're not, they weren't just closure uh, stocks. Now, it never hurts to have cash, right? To not play anything and just have cash. Maybe you want to wait until Friday. Maybe you want to do a, some short-term debit sp- uh, credit spreads, get some quick credit, get ready for Friday. But those numbers are going to be super Super important. I know last week I made some nice plays on the downside. Um, so if you are patient, you know, even if these specific five stocks are going to the moon, you can still make a lot of money if you have cash to play the game. If you don't have cash to play the game because you're over leveraging on option trades and swing trades throughout this week, then you're going to be hurt when the opportunity presents itself. So just wait. And be patient and let these bulls and bears, these institutions, these large-scale speculators, let them fight. Let them dog it out with their money. And then when a winner emerges, you just jump on that side and ride the wave. my picks uh, on your watch list if you think there's a company that i should be looking at let me know on twitter or instagram just click the tag in the episode description or just search uh market adventures podcast it should be the only account well it is the only account with that name um in tomorrow's episode we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency right so make sure you're here for that and be well until next time and remember as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges don't seek security Always seek adventure. adventure.